Welcome to Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Soundprints for the week of February 26, 2023. The 2023 American Council of the Blind President's Meeting and Legislative Training will be virtual on Zoom and ACB Media from Saturday, March 4th through Tuesday, March 7th. We'll be learning more about ACB and how we can educate our U.S. congressmen and senators about issues that can help people who are blind or who have low vision. Our legislative imperatives this year stress the importance of accessible exercise equipment, accessible websites and apps, and accessible medical devices. Accessibility doesn't just mean making things talk or adding tactile markings. It also means making things more usable by people who need large print, more color contrast, less glare, etc. Programs will be broadcast on ACB Media. Listen on Alexa, your Victor Stream, or on your smartphone using the ACB Link app. If you have registered for the conference, be sure to watch your email for your links that will allow you to participate from your computer, cell phone, or landline. It's membership certification time in ACB. In March, all ACB affiliates submit their membership lists, including new members, changes of address, and other contact information for existing members and deletions to the ACB National Office. If you are a member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and you have changed your address, phone number, or email, please be sure to call us by Friday, March 10 to update your contact information. If you are not a member of KCB and you either live in Kentucky or within 25 miles of the Kentucky State Line, we invite you to join us either directly or through one of our nine chapters. KCB dues are $8 for one year or $40 for a life membership. Most of our chapters have additional dues as well. For more information on how you can become a member of KCB, give us a call at 502-895-4598. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind, KCB's chapter in the Bowling Green area, reminds you that it holds its social hour each Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. That's 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on its Zoom line. The chapter has programs planned for every Wednesday in March. This week, on March 1, they'll be talking about the benefits of essential oils, and various technology products will be featured throughout March. Join the call by dialing 669-900-6833. The code is 763-689-4411. And the passcode, should you need it, is 25852. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its next business meeting on Wednesday, March 1 at 8 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. Discussion and tips for living with low vision will also be included as time permits. Join the call by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering the code 
862-9889-6972. The Greater Louisville Council of Blind invites everyone to our next hybrid roundabout on Friday, March 3. You can begin arriving at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville at around 4 p.m. Dinner is at 5. There will be a sharing time at 6, and we'll join the Zoom line at 7 to talk about our favorite hobbies and leisure time activities. In-person attendees should make return rides around 9 p.m. Remember that dinner is $6 per person. Call ahead to let us know if you would like a carryout to take home. Also, if you have questions or need help with using your iPhone for a particular task or with an app, Please let us know so we can be prepared to work with you individually. You can reach us by calling us at 502-895-4598. Sam Seavey, producer of the Blind Life YouTube channel, was the speaker at the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision Virtual Low Vision Support Group on Wednesday, February 15. Sam talked about his role at the Bluegrass Council of the Blind, about his views on today's technology and how it impacts our lives, and about some products that are helpful, and some that are not so helpful, to people with vision loss. Thanks to Adam Rushevel for editing Sam's presentation for time for this week's podcast. Listen to Soundprints each week on ACB Media, the mainstream channel. Our podcast times are Sunday at 8 p.m., Monday at 8 a.m., Tuesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., Wednesday at 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., Thursday at 10 p.m., and Friday at 1 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 p.m. Listen on your Victor Stream or on the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Listen anytime, 24 hours a day, on the KCB information line by calling 773-572-6318. For more information about Soundprints and to request a free subscription on CD, playable on any standard CD player, call us at 502-895-4598. Page 2. I think we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, first of all, my name is Debbie Detheridge, president of the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Oil Vision. Um, we do have some uh, guests on here, so glad to see that. Um, Susan, want to thank you uh, for getting um, Sam uh, to speak with us tonight. Looking forward to that. And... Um, I think we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, Sam C.V., he's um, Director of Technology at the Bluegrass Council of the Blind and going to tell us lots of good things tonight. So, uh, Sam, I'm going to turn the program over to you. And <laughs> All thanks right. for coming. Well, thank you, Debbie. That's a lot of pressure. I don't know. Um, <laughs> lots of good things. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, Thank you for inviting us out to speak with you. I, I'm sure I know most of you, if not yeah. uh, the majority of you, since we are neighbors, basically. Uh, and we, we do a lot with KCB. So Susan and I had talked kind of a little bit about what I should be talking to you guys about. And I think we kind of came up with an idea of, of I would 
tell you a little bit about what I do specifically at the Bluegrass Council of the Blind, what my role is as the Assistive Technology Program Manager, and, you know, kind of walk you through the scenario if someone were to come in and receive services from us, what that would look like and what we might be able to offer. And then uh, that obviously won't take up the whole time, so I'm happy to answer questions. Uh, if anybody has any questions, I, I love having a conversation with, with people on these types of calls, so uh, we can do that at the end. I am in charge of the Assistive Technology Program at the Bluegrass Council of the Blind. If, if you're not familiar, we are in Lexington, not too far down the road, and um, we're a nonprofit out there that caters to people affected by vision loss. And most of us working there are low vision ourselves. I think um, I, the, the number keeps fluctuating, but I think it's six, six now, six or seven of us are low vision on staff. And uh, most of us, or actually all of us, excuse me, have been visually impaired since either birth or childhood. So we've lived with it a long time uh, as far as low vision. We know it works. We know it doesn't work. We uh, and so we're able to bring that knowledge to our consumers. So I have been working there since 2016. I started as a volunteer, uh, got connected there with the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, and they they hooked me up with a position there as a volunteer, and I volunteered for a little while, and I, I guess they liked what they saw, <laughs> maybe my work ethic or how I, I worked with the consumers, the clients. So they decided to offer me a position, and I was very grateful about that. And so I've been there doing that ever since. Um, we have two main programs. We have our peer support program and our assistive technology program. I'm sure you guys are very familiar with all of this, especially with Susan here. She's in charge of our peer support program and does a fantastic job. But uh, our assistive technology program is all about helping people um, learn what types of devices are available currently on the market to help with their low vision. I focus heavily on talking about creating systems and strategies in, in their everyday life to help them um, mitigate some of those frustrations that we run into every single day. So... If someone were to contact us and schedule an appointment, what they could expect is they would come in for an intake. That's generally the first appointment. Uh, ideally, we'd love to see you in the office, but we are able to do intakes over the phone. That's really no problem because the intake is really designed as a, kind of an informational uh, back and forth. We, we gather information. We, we talk to the client about what types of things they are struggling with, what their goals are, and then we provide information about who we are, what we do, all of that. But uh, if, if they come into the office, I sit down at a table and we just have a conversation about, we, you know, I talk about what's going on with their vision loss. Generally, it's someone that's new to vision loss, whether that's age-related macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, we get a lot of those, uh, glaucoma, uh, things like that. And so they're usually struggling. They don't really know how to live with low vision. And so we, we talk about some of the specific things that frustrations they're running into. And I start to offer suggestions and strategies for those specific things. The, generally it's things like reading. 
Um, sometimes it's driving and there isn't much we can do about that. Unfortunately, I can recommend them to the bioptic driving program that, that you guys offer there in Louisville, the training, but, um, most of the time that's really the best thing I can say is just, you know, let's look, let's talk about some public transportation options, but uh, reading is a big one. And so we start to talk about different options for reading and options for, for getting that printed text, that printed material, getting the information, how, how's the best way for this particular person in this particular situation to, to do that, whether that is just magnification, you know, maybe they're not using the correct type of handheld magnifier, something might work better for them. Uh, maybe they need to start to look at video magnification or digital magnification and what is specific about their lifestyle that would dictate which type of video magnifier. Um, you know, for example, are they a student and they need something portable that folds down and it's, it's, they can carry it back and forth to class, that sort of thing. Um, or if they are beyond the point of magnification, let's look at some text-to-speech options, you know, what's, what's available in that area. And the nice thing is that I have, I have a big room, a big office full of all these types of devices there at BCB. We call it our assistive technology access center or the attack room. Uh, <laughs> and um, we're very fortunate to have a wide variety of items that we can, we can put in the hands of our consumers and let them test, try them out and test them. So, for example, the OrCam, we have both OrCams in the office. We can let them try that. Uh, if they are looking at digital video magnification, maybe in a wearable device, we have a few wearables in the office we can test out. So it, it comes in very handy um, and gives them instant feedback on what might work the best for them. But uh, that's generally, we just kind of go through all the things that are giving them difficulties. Talk about independent living, you know, in the kitchen, uh, managing their medications, health-related things, uh, talking to them about accessible prescription options, accessible um, devices like blood pressure monitors, blood glucose monitors, um, you know, <clears throat> putting them in touch with other resources regarding health-related resources in Kentucky, if that's what, something that they need. Um, then, let's see, it's usually, it's usually independent living. Uh, so we're kind of, I'm a little bit of an occupational therapist as well because we talk about how they can set up their household to make things a little less frustrating, uh, whether that's using things like bump dots or um, setting up systems and organizational systems in the kitchen, in the bathroom, using maybe using a device like a pen friend or some other, um, some other means of marking their items and things like that to make them easier to identify. And generally, at the end of that first appointment, everybody is much happier. Uh, they, you know, they come in very depressed and upset about this, this situation they find themselves in and mainly upset because they just don't know anything about our world. They don't know anything about, you know, navigating the waters of being visually impaired. And so after, generally after that first appointment, they have a much brighter outlook on what's possible. And um, realizing that they just, you know, they just, 
they just don't know what they don't know. And that's where a place like BCB comes in handy, where we're able to help guide them and, and teach them about these things that are available to them. As far as BCB products, if anybody has any questions about what we have in the office, I'm happy to touch on that. I also have the have had the privilege of testing and evaluating just about every item um, on the market right now, every product on the market for low vision, uh, and some some and most products for total blindness as well. But um, I have a YouTube channel where I review these devices, and uh, I'm very fortunate that I've I've gotten to the point where companies just automatically send me products, and um, that I can test out and and make a video about. So if there's any if you have any questions about a specific product, chances are I've tried it out and i um, happy to talk about it. Even some pretty random, obscure things. I'll, I'll tell you guys a quick story. I got an email this morning, and I was so excited to read this email. I don't know why. It just, it just I guess it tickled me, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a fun way. A gentleman said, he started out by saying, you know, Hi, Sam, my name is Ryan, and I'm the inventor of the real hanger the most accessible clothes hanger in the world. <laughs> and I said, you got me. I am hooked. I want to know about the most accessible clothes hanger in the world. And it is pretty cool. I got to say, so he's going to send me a, a set of them and I'm going to, I'm going to review them for my channel. But they, um, they, the way that he's designed them when they're, when they've got clothes on them, they hang like a normal clothes hanger. But when you don't have clothes on them, they, they hang at an angle so that one corner, the corner facing you, sticks up. And so if you need to find a, an empty hanger, all you do is you just drag your hand across the top of the, the clothes there at hanging, and you will hit one of the empty hangers that's sticking up. Super, super easy, super easy oh, okay. to find. Just a really smart, simple idea. And um, I get excited about those kind of products. You know, I don't get too excited about OrCam comes out with a new device that, you know, as they always say, is supposed to revolutionize and, and bring sight to the blind and all this stuff. I don't get excited about that anymore. But it's the simple things like that that kind of like, yeah, that, that's pretty awesome. So uh, that is it as far as um, the assistive technology program, other than we do have a lending program and a distribution program too, I should probably mention that. Our distribution program, we uh, apply for grants throughout the year to purchase items in bulk that we can then give to our consumers, provide to our consumers and our clients uh, if they are needed. Things like our large print calendars, our bump dots, our signature guides, usually small items. Um, talking watches, talking clocks, things like that. But it, it's, it's, it's very helpful, especially for the low-income um, families that we work with, that they can come in and just, if something they need, that we have it available that we can just give it to them. Uh, that's our distribution program. Our loan program is very similar, that if we have extras of some of our bigger, more expensive items, like a CCTV, uh, like an iPad, if we have extras, then we uh, have them available for loan. And our consumers can, after their first visit, they can, uh, quote-unquote, check that out. 
of our loan program and they can take that item home and they can use it in their home for a short period. Um, our loans are for three months. After three months, if the person is still using the item and nobody else is waiting for it, I'm happy to extend it for another three months. That's no problem. Uh, our maximum, though, is one year. But it's, it's a good way for someone, especially an item like a CCTV that's very expensive, that they can take that home and they can make sure it's going to work in their environment, make sure it's, it's you know, actually something that they're going to use and, and utilize and get a lot of use out of before they end up spending that money. So it's, it, it's, I think it's very helpful in that regard. So that's our, our loan program kind of fluctuates. It just depends on what we have in stock at the, at the moment. But uh, as I said, if I'm working with somebody and that's, it's clear that it's something that they can use, I'm happy to, I'm happy to loan it out to them. Uh, but I think that's about it. So if anybody is interested in, in coming by and getting services from us, whether that's our peer support or our assistive technology, all they have to do is give us a call and schedule an appointment. Uh, very simple. We, we don't charge for anything. We're, we don't charge the individual anything. We don't charge insurance. We never charge for any of our services or to take part in any of our events. It never costs any money. Um, we are happy to to just be here to to support the community. So, I, as I said, I'm happy to answer questions if anybody has any. Sam, tell people uh, how to uh, uh, access your YouTube YouTube channel. Sure, sure. My YouTube channel is called The Blind Life. The Blind Life. Uh, if you were to go and Google The Blind Life, you're going to find my channel and my website and stuff. But if you want to a uh, more direct route, you can go to YouTube and you can search on YouTube for The Blind Life. And my my channel will be the first thing that comes back. Um, the URL is YouTube.com slash The Blind Life. Sam, Dave Wildey, I have mentioned a couple times at the convention. Uh, my world consists of a human where Glorified magnifier. I have one of the couple of the um, CyberEyes headsets. I use it constantly in an Good. iPad. And I'm wondering, um, they're not supporting that product because of, of um, Samsung doing it. But I've still been very happy with it. question is, it's not going to last forever. And I'm, I'm curious about the OrCam or what kind of portable device that will give me two things. One, a substantial amount of zoom. One thing the CyberEyes does do is reverse colors, and that is very important to me because mm -hmm. when I go to church, we have two large screens, and unfortunately have nice little spotlights on them, but that doesn't work very well for me. So I darken the print and, and uh, lighten the background. It works great. Well, also for the fact that CyberEyes, I don't even think they're around anymore as a company. I think they've pretty much died off, unfortunately. Um, but... So there's there's several wearables out. It, it kind of depends on on your acuity. Well, you'll be you'll be happy to know that pretty much all the wearables have that uh, reverse color filter, oh, the yeah, inverted yeah. color. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. standard on all of them nowadays. I also really like the the VR style headsets. So the yeah, Iris like Vision, uh, Iris Vision is still being sold. Iris Vision Live. Uh, I really like the Patriot. The Patriot Vision, uh, Patriot yeah. Viewpoint. Um, it's, it's from Patriot Industries. They also go by Magnifying America. They're out of Ocala, Florida. Yeah. They, uh, 
they do all of that. They do the, the high okay. magnification. They do all the colors. They have a, an edge detection, um, okay. or edge, edge enhancement, uh, f- uh, filter. But they also just added brand new the ability to stream content from your television or oh. if you have like a Apple TV or one of a Roku, one of these types of devices, you can yeah. send that signal right into the headset. So you can you can literally lay down on the couch, staring up at the ceiling, watching a movie in your headset, and it's really really cool. Carla, you're next, and Bill Wright, you're after Carla. Okay, thank you. I just wanted to ask you what you have seen that's coming out new, maybe maybe at the ATIA conference or or elsewhere. What, mm-hmm. So what what is what's new on the horizon here? Um, so there wasn't, unfortunately, there wasn't a ton at ATIA this year that really <laughs> blew my mind. Um, APH, they're near you guys. They've got some great stuff coming out with their Braille displays. Um, the big tablet size Braille displays with, with like just rows and rows and rows of pens. Just some really cool stuff that, that will render out full pictures and images and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, they have a lot of, a lot of products geared towards children and their science classes, their STEM classes, a lot of, uh, teaching people, teaching kids how to do coding. That's really cool. Their code jumper, I think is what the name of their one device is. Um, that was really nice. There's, there's a lot, as far as for low vision video magnification, um, it's it's kind of a lot of the same stuff. It's just packaged up a little bit differently. Maybe it's it's it, you know last year's model didn't fold down. Well, this year's model does fold down. A lot of that kind of stuff. Um, although I will say, I brought a new product. I was testing out a new product. I brought it to ATIA this year, and I have a video coming out next. Actually, this Saturday, you guys might be interested in this. It is a new cane. It's called the See Me Cane, and it is a fully illuminated LED cane. It's a rigid cane, but the entire cane, you push a button on the handle, the entire cane lights up, and you can see it. You can be seen at over 100 yards. Um, it's really pretty cool. I, I took it down there. I traveled it with it as my only cane, and um, everybody was just, they were a lot, a lot of wows. Oh, that's so awesome! That's so cool! It looks like a lightsaber. <laughs> but it's a rigid cane. It is a rigid cane, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah I know. I was, and that was my first experience traveling, like through airports and stuff, with a rigid on an airplane, and and it was uh, it wasn't it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't as mm-hmm. convenient. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do not like rigid canes; they're too inconvenient. Yes, yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. And I think uh, the gentleman's name is Kelvin who created this. He's definitely looking at creating a, a folding cane, but there's some engineering stuff with the lights and figuring all that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about some other, uh, let's say, very very low vision into the person who has very little vision but still needs some of the little little devices around the house? Um, as far as new stuff, uh, like I said, I didn't really see much. Um, okay. 
Yeah, for the vision, I, gosh, I did, just did not see much at all. Have you ever gone to CSUN? Yes, I've gone several times, and I'm actually um, flying out in about three weeks to go this yeah. year, too. Okay. It'll be interesting to see what happens at CSUN because I think that's more geared toward blind and visually impaired people than ATAI. Yes. ATI is usually. Yes, you're correct. And they, they, they tend to have more stuff, and the companies, I think, they see CSUN as the better convention for yes. displaying their new stuff. So, oh, we'll yeah, see. absolutely, because it's strictly blindness and visually impaired. Yeah. I will say I, I also recently did a review of the Hable, um, the remote control for smartphones that uses a Braille keyboard um, instead of like a QWERTY keyboard or a, a, a numeric keyboard. It uses Braille keyboard, and um, that was pretty cool. Uh, that's And then based on my video review, the comments, a lot of people have used it. A lot of people really like it, especially if you're a Braille user. Um, you pick it up very quickly, and it's it's – for typing out a message really quickly, um, you know, kind of incognito, I guess you'd say. <laughs> Instead of talking to your phone, you can just type it out really quickly on the Braille keyboard and and uh, much more convenient than actually connecting a, a Braille keyboard to a smart device, apparently, from what I've heard. If I had, let's say, a, um, oh, like the... Uh, Oh, the humanware or uh, the HEMS products that are note takers, they Bluetooth to the phones. Would I want that in addition to those? It's, it's tough to say. Uh, this is small. This is about the size of a deck of cards. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's much more portable. Um, and it, but the, the other thing is it all, that's all it does. It just controls the screen reader on your device. So um, instead of using, you know, swiping and double tapping and all of that on the screen, you're using the Braille keyboard to and button commands to do all of that. So I think for convenience, possibly. Um, and then, like I said, one person commented in the in on the video. They said that it connects much better than any Braille keyboard that she's tried, um, or Braille note taking device connecting to a Bluetooth device that she's ever tried, it, it, it connects much easier. And I will say it did. It connected right away, and I had it connected to both my Android and my um, iPhone and had no problems switching back and forth. It connected mm -hmm. really well. I'm always interested in this. I'm actually using my old Apex right now, Bluetooth <laughs> to my phone on this call, and I can see everything on it really quickly. Mm -hmm. But it's soon to be replaced. <laughs> did, did you say the the Braille connecting to the uh, the, the iPhone was that called the Hable? Uh, the Hable, H A B L E. And what's the price of range? Uh, I think it's like three hundred and forty nine dollars around there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. And uh, have you? Receive anything on the uh, Victor, um, the Victor query? I was wondering if um, he had any uh, comments on the Victor query that's uh, coming out. Uh, I think 
Skate the Course rollout is going to start this week. The the new Victor Stream is that what you're asking about? Yes, the new Victor Stream. Yeah, um, I I don't. I, I mean, I've I've heard about it. They were talking about it at ATIA. Um, I actually g- did an interview with Peter Tucci um, at Humanware, and um, he was talking about it, and that it was that was one of the big things that they were demoing there at ATIA. Uh, I didn't get a chance to try it out, but I, you know, I just in kind of chatting with him, told him that I, I, I assume I figured it was going to be a big, a big launch because there's a lot of diehard Victor Stream users out there, um, and there's there's a there's a good uh, good following, a fan following for that that product. So I imagine it'll it'll do well. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't I haven't tested it out myself. They're going to be at CSUN because I was on a call the other night. And, Bill, if you want to give me a call after this, I can tell you a little bit of what I know, what I heard. Just so you know, Debbie, it's all yours. There's no more hands. All right. Sam, um, I had a question or two. Um, sure. What's out there? Um, what do you like with video magnifiers? Well, I – so there's – I'm I'm a big fan of, um, or not a big fan, but but I I always tell people that budget should be one of the big concerns. You know, um, everybody kind of gets hung up on what this can do and what that can do. But you know, uh, for example, uh, there's a you know a new smartphone gets launched and it's fifteen hundred dollars. Well, it doesn't matter how amazing it is if you can't afford a fifteen hundred dollars smartphone, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So I, I tell people that you know budget should be one of the first things to consider, and um, there's a very good five-inch video magnifier that is one of the cheapest in that category that was launched this year. It's called the True Zoom, and it's from a company out of Georgia, um, a distributor out of Georgia named Palmer Vision. And I did a review of that. That works really, really well. It does uh, everything you would imagine a video magnifier does as far as the different colors. I think it had like 21 different color filters. It was kind of crazy. But it could uh, record audio. It could did distance viewing, um, had the stand, had the handle. I mean, it did everything you could possibly want. And it was less than $600. And for a five inch, you know, I remember when I bought my Ruby from Freedom Scientific, a five inch video magnifier that didn't even do distance and didn't didn't record anything, and that was eight hundred dollars brand new. Um, so, you know, a sub six hundred dollar device is pretty good. But um, in the twelve inch range, I really like the Snow. Uh, I did a review of the the uh, Explorer twelve. And I did a review of the Snow 12, and I think the Snow 12 outperformed the Explore 12, and it's cheaper. Going back to budget, I'm a bit, <laughs> I always I always kind of come back to money. Um, it does more, and it's cheaper. And so the nice thing too about it is that it's a 12, portable 12 inch video magnifier. If you can consider a 12 inch magnifier portable, as portable as one of those is. But the nice thing is, too, it also comes with a docking stand that you can put it into, put it in, insert it into the stand, and it turns it into a desktop video magnifier. 
So you can all of a sudden put paperwork under there and fill out your paperwork and, and, you know, look at photo albums and write Christmas cards and all of that. And then when you need to carry it to the beach house for the weekend, you just take it out of the stand and it's, once again, it's a portable 12 inch video magnifier. So I like that. Um, the Explorer 12 does that as well, but the Snow 12 has a couple extra features like OCR. It has built in OCR and the Explorer 12 doesn't. Um, the, as far as there's been some great advances in just general consumer electronics that we can utilize, uh, for video magnification at BCB. In fact, last year we got a grant to purchase a, 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 a I think like 12 of these devices called IPVO. It's I P E V O. And it's essentially was created as a document scanning camera. So it sits on a little stand that sits on your desk, a uh, very small footprint, and it has a little arm that pops up that has the camera. And the idea is that you would put your document under there, take a picture, and it would convert it into a digital copy for you. Uh, but it can also be used for as a webcam. Um, and some other different things, but it has all the features of a video magnifier. So you can zoom in, you can zoom out. It has color filters. Uh, you can lock the focus. It has a light. So it essentially does all the same stuff as a $3,000 video desktop video magnifier, but it only costs less than $400. So it's a pretty, pretty good option. Once again, you know, if, if someone's on a budget and they can't afford a big expensive video magnifier. This is a great option. And there's several of those types of devices currently on the market. And I, I know I've heard the Snow 12. Uh, who uh, does that? That is from Zoom Max, which I think is a Korean company. Um, Palmer Vision sells it. I know he sells it. Uh, I think Cheryl Soche at Mountain View Low Vision Services in Tennessee, I think she sells it as well. So several places around the, the country. Sam, one question you have is that those are major investments for all of us, and the stability of the company is a concern when I invest my money. So I hear what you're saying, but I want to know how stable some of these new companies are. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, luckily, you know, I think – the 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 market has kind of weeded out a lot of these yeah. flash in the pan companies that kind of right. shoot up and then they they sell something. Uh, that Hable remote control I was just talking about, they're a brand new company, okay. but uh, you know OrCam is well established, ZoomX right. is, uh, HumanWare, you know obviously right. Freedom Scientific, all of these they've they've been around for a long time. So, right. but no, I I totally I totally get exactly what you're saying. Going back to the Hable, can you actually uh, type on that, or is that just for using, you know, to kind of control your smart device? Uh, yes, you can. Well, you can actually you can type out messages on your, you know. So yes, actually, I've got it sitting right over here. Let me grab it real quick. Okay, I'll try to um, try to hold it up to the camera. If anybody, if you guys can see it here. Anybody is looking. If you have low vision, you'll be able to see it. So it's it's just oh, a that small. Is small. Yeah, it's it's about the size of a uh, deck of cards, or or I always kind of relate it to technology. So it's about the size of the original iPhone, um, the four four inch screen iPhones. 
and it has uh, six large white buttons in the middle. That's your one through six. Has a, lo- a long button on the left and the right side of those six, and that's your button seven and button eight. And that's it. Um, so everything is controlled. You kind of hold it like the old school Nintendo remote control. Your fingers, index, middle, ring finger sitting on the uh, buttons here, the one through six of each hand, and then you tap, 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 tap. Uh, if you want to, like, navigating with uh, voiceover or talkback, if you hold down button seven and tap button eight, it will go forwards one. It's like doing a, a horizontal swipe, one-finger swipe. If you hold down eight and tap seven, it goes back. If you press seven and eight together, that's like double tapping. So uh, you get pretty good. You get pretty quick, especially, once again, if you know Braille, uh, because if you're in an app and you want to go back, you just type the Braille character for B, which is what, one and two? Um, if you want to go to the home, back to your home screen, you just type the H Braille character. So they've made it very intuitive. And, and you can like, just lay that down like next to your phone, right? Or do you have to hold it up? Um, you could, you could, you could totally. And it has little grippy feet on the bottom to keep it from sliding around. But I think it's really designed to be, you know, if you're like sitting on a bus on the way to to class or something or, or work or riding in the car and you've got a pair of uh, headphones on or earbuds or something, you could just be tap, 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 writing out an email, tapping out an email or listening to a podcast and navigating through your phone. Just You can even have the phone still in your bag. You don't even have to bring it out in order to use the Hable with it. Uh, what area do you all cover? I mean, as far as are you all just mainly cover clients in the Lexington area? No, no, we we cover, um, and Susan may have to help me with this. I've always been a little fuzzy on this. I'm not a native Kentuckian, and it still blows my mind that, that Kentucky has like 125 counties or something. But we cover, officially cover, the. I think it's the nine county counties surrounding Lexington, um, surrounding Fayette County. But at the same time, we generally don't turn anybody away. I mean, I've had people come from, um, I had someone come from Virginia a couple of years ago. They called up, they wanted to, they were going to be passing through and wanted to, you know, stop in and see what we had. I'm like, yeah, come on, no problem. <laughs> so we don't turn anybody away. Yeah, actually, let me add it. And, and we, we do, we cover the state of Kentucky. We, uh, everything that, uh, we put out in our letters, and so we serve blind Kentuckians. And, yes, as you said, we don't turn others away either outside of the state, you know, if they're calling and in need. For certainly, you know, we, we do listen and, and do what we can. But uh, when when you're talking about the nine counties surrounding Fayette, yes, those that's kind of we're a little bit more regional because of our location and that we have a, a, an office, and that's those are the people that can get to our offices, Um easier with transportation from a friend or a family member uh, if they're outside our county. Uh, And that's why we tend to be a little more regional and tend to serve those counties a little bit more because they do come in, they're, they're, you know, close. But officially we serve the state of Kentucky and, um, you know, with the, in the peer support program and even in, in Sam's program, we do Zoom calls sometimes. 
And uh, in fact, we do one, at least one every month in the peer support program. And so we, you know, we have uh, people joining us all over the state on our Zoom calls. So it's, it's Kentucky. I also recently did a video about these new talking watches. Um, I'll tell you guys about these real quick. Um, this company in Japan actually reached out to me and they wanted me to test out these watches for them. And these are, uh, they're called the Voice Grus, G-R-U-S, GPS talking watches. And these are kind of a luxury talking watch. You could think of them as like the Rolex of talking watches. Um, <laughs> they're GPS enabled, so it, you don't have to set them. They just automatically set themselves. And if you travel and you go across a time zone, it will automatically update itself. It's uh, very solid, very well built. I mean, I'm not an expert like uh, in, in watches and, and high-end watches, but I can tell that these are really well made. Um, one kind of cool feature that they have is they have a light sensor on them. So if you press one of the buttons, um, the watch will beep indicating how much ambient light it detects. And uh, I think it's like one beep for dark, three beeps for bright, something like that. But um, in their, some of their marketing, they talk about it's, it's, you know, can help the blind person know if it's light outside or if it's dark outside or if it's cloudy and, or sunny. Uh, that seems a little strange to me. I, I think it's more, it would be more helpful for somebody to know if they left the light on in the house or uh, that sort of thing. But, um, but still kind of, kind of interesting. Not something I've seen in other talking watches. I was just thinking it would be interesting if you would say a little bit more about a couple examples of what you mean by systems, uh, working with systems, um, especially in the home. Generally, when we talk about systems, uh, and I'm sure many of you are, are very familiar with this, it's, it's stuff you probably do every day. A lot of us kind of intuitively discover this throughout our vision journey. Um, but as I said, we work a lot with people who are brand new to this, and this, these are things that they, they haven't even thought of yet. Um, and they think, well, for example, I, I had a phone call with a lady who I, I think I recommended to Susan because I think this lady can, uh, is, is very much in need of some peer support. But she, she was, everything she said was, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't, I'm blind. I can't do that. I, I, she said she used to love to, to cook. And she said, but I, I can't see it. I can't, I can't do that anymore. And I was like, no, that's, that's absolutely not true at all. I said, I, and I, I, sometimes I say, well, let's, let's, we really try to refrain from saying, using the word, I can't, you know, the, the, let's, it's not that you can't do this. It's just, you haven't learned the new way to do this with your, without looking at it. But, um, the kitchen is a fantastic place to implement systems and it could be things like, you know, in my kitchen, I have my spices. I have a rack on the inside of my door of my pantry and I have my spices, spices in those, in that rack. It's like a three shelf rack and I have all of my savory spices on the top. So anything for like taco seasoning, um, you know, cumin, um, paprika, that sort of stuff is on top. Any of my baking uh, spices, allspice, nutmeg, ginger, all of those are in the middle. The random things, you know, alum, marjoram, all of those kind of weird things, those are on the bottom. But 
that helps right there. That's 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 already a, a helpful system to alleviate me searching all over those three shelves for one spice. That narrows it down. But I can do even better. So on mine, um, I've taken and written with a black marker, either a black marker or a white colored marker, depending on the color of the lid, I've written the, the initial of the, the spice on the top of the lid in big, bold letters. So for onion powder, I put a big O-P. Uh, for oregano, it's just a big O. You know, For pepper, it's just a big P. And so that way, I know my pepper is going to be in the top shelf because that's where all my spicy stuff is. And now I can just quickly scan and look for a P. And if I find a P, you know, I know it's either pepper or it's paprika. But once again, that narrows it down and makes it a little bit easier for me to find that. Uh, because then I can pull one out and I can just give it a sniff and it's very quick and easy to tell that's pepper. That's definitely pepper <laughs> <laughs> over paprika. Simple things like putting a rubber band around your shampoo bottle, you know, to separate the shampoo and the conditioner. That's one of those things that will drive somebody crazy with low vision, and it, and it will be a frustrating experience every single time they go to take a shower. Not me, obviously, with my bald head, but some people. Simply adding a rubber band to, to separate those two containers by touch, by tactile, uh, that solves that problem, and it relieves the stress, and it makes it, once again, taking a shower an enjoyable experience. So um, things like that. Those are kind of some of the systems we talk about. This is Scott Hitz. I wanted to know about the Loney products. Is that for the whole state? Uh, yeah, yeah, it would be. Um, it, anybody we work with, uh, the only requirement is that you would have to have – you can't – I'm not allowed to loan out on your very first appointment. You have to come yeah. for your intake and then come back for a second right. appointment. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about the price of the uh, – uh, blind shell phone too. Are you a distributor of it also? I am not. Uh, we we don't distribute any products ourselves. We are simply I mean, a place where. I thought you were personally for a while. Oh, I, I used to. I I did work for the company for about a year and a half back in uh, 2019. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I I realize that I'm not a salesman. I don't like being a salesman. <laughs> I like being uh -huh. a. I like working with clients one on one. I don't want to try and sell products to somebody. And on the blind sale, you know how much it costs and uh the, I think they're four eighty and four eighty five, aren't they, Sam? Yes, yes, that's mm -hmm. correct. Right yeah, on that. Yeah, through A T guys and several other places. And some of them got a payment plan too. Yeah, uh, it, you'd need to contact the people that sell them. I'm sure somebody yeah. does though, yeah. Yeah, and they only work with Team Mobile. Is that right? Uh, I uh, had the uh, original uh, blind shell, and mm -hmm. uh, I was with Verizon. It didn't work with Verizon, so I had to go to AT and T, and AT and T stopped servicing it. And they said Team Mobile was the only one. And there's that nothing to do with that. Open. We have a person who has a that she's a Verizon subscriber, and they put the. Um, uh, the the SIM card in there and it worked with her her Verizon phone so I don't know wow yeah so I I I actually just um, hung out at their booth a lot at ATIA a couple weeks ago and <laughs> I I heard them tell telling this to someone that uh, officially T-Mobile is is the supported carrier 
but mm-hmm. um, it will work with with AT&T and it will, uh, and they are currently working with Verizon to officially get it supported through them as well. You should call, um, call the low vision shop in Maryland uh, or they, they're also down in Miami now, but they're the national distributors, the main national distributors. Carla's right. Uh, there are smaller places like AT guys that also sell it, but yeah. if it, you should ca- contact them and see if they have any type of upgrade, program you know where i don't be save you some money to go to the next yeah yeah we're so good well but also just a plug for at guys um they have a guy that works with them named michael babcock and he does fantastic uh support when you get when you get a product from them whatever their products are also guide lights and gadgets sells those too and both at guys and guide lights and gadgets were sponsors at the KCB convention in November. So you might want to check both of them out. Oh, and your contact information, did you get the goals of that? No, I haven't. Um, that's a very good question. So if anybody would like to reach out to BCB, uh, you can give us a phone call. Our number is 859-259-1834 or reach us through our website. The website is bcbky.org. And all of our emails are usually our first name, at bcbky.org. So I'm Sam at bcbky.org. Sam, doesn't your wife do some videos, too, about living with a visually impaired person? She has, yeah. I counted it up the other day, and I have almost 800 videos on my channel. Um, and so we've, I've done videos on just about everything, and some of that has been with my wife talking about uh, being, you know, dating a visually impaired person, um, marriage, house, living, owning a house, living, you know, managing a house together, parenting with a visually impaired person, all of those types of things. I've done videos with my kids. Um, both when they were little, and then I, I recently did an updated one with my teenage daughter. And uh, and then my wife and I also, about a year and a half ago, we started a, a monthly video podcast called Talk Back with the Blind Life. And we do that uh, at the beginning of every month, and she is part of that, and everybody seems to love her. Um, I've got a lot of great positive feedback for those videos, and um, she's become part of the team. <laughs> And it's it's every at the beginning of every month on my YouTube channel, and um, we also do a giveaway every every episode. So I do a contest giveaway on those videos. So if you want to win a prize, uh, sometimes I give away accessible devices. Sometimes I give away some some of my low vision merchandise that I sell through my website. Um, I'm going to be giving away one of these watches very very soon. If anybody wants to tune in and and enter the contest. You might get lucky and win it. Well, Sam, we sure appreciate uh, you giving up your time on a Wednesday night. Amen. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. 
Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.